Hello and welcome to my podcast. I am Misunderstood, a.k.a. Ms. Nobody. Today's podcast, or tonight's podcast, shall I say, is 7.42 p.m. where I live at. But tonight's podcast is about another meme. You know, I love my memes that I wrote. That not, I didn't write. I read. Um, that I kind of wanted to elaborate on because there seems to be a lot of shit that's going on these days. It simply says, we live among dangerous, jealous, and evil people with a friendly face. How many of you guys know that to be fucking true? How many people have experienced that at some time or another in their lives? Probably more than you've probably cared to fucking experience it with. That's the scary thing about fucking the truth in that statement. That's That's what causes us to set ourselves up to be hurt because... You can't see the evil behind a friendly fucking face. The evil intent behind a smile. And everybody just about loves to smile. It's the thing that makes us apprehensive of people because you want to be nice to people like me. I love being nice to people. I love getting along with people. But the the, the anger and the hurt and the resentment and the hatred... And the, the um, 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 I can't think of the word right now. But whatever it is, it, it's, it, come, it comes with um, um, falling for the smiling face. Falling, falling for what appears to be a nice person. And someone who appears to be cool. And somebody who appears to be on the up and up with Hidden intentions, those are the things that makes it hard for us to fucking to deal. Those are the things that sets us up, a lot of us, to be fucking hurt. And when you get hurt or played or manipulated or whatever by, by one of those evil ass, jealous ass, even if it's not jealousy, evil, malicious ass, smiling faces, depending on how bad it hurts you, it makes you really want to go fucking bad. It's not always as simple as, oh, just let it go. People are people. Fuck it. It's okay. No big deal. Because depending on the method that, the method that they use to hurt you, it will decide how you react to it. Because some things you can't blow off. Some things are no, no big deal. But if you know like I do, and if you've been hurt like I have, some ways that people hurt you are really fucking fucked up. It's nothing worse than being nice to somebody who you think is being nice to you. And then to find out the hard way in the end. That they have malicious intent. That they intended to fucking hurt you. They intended to fucking play you. And then what does that do from there? It fucks it up for everybody else. After, Just like relationships. You get hurt in a relationship. And next thing you know. It's like, fuck everybody. So everybody that comes after that person is going to pay for what that one motherfucker did. And the fucked up part about that is, sometimes we make people pay who don't really deserve to pay. But we make them pay because we don't fucking know. We don't fucking know. And the only way to find out is if it happens. That's the fucked up part about life right there. There are some people out here who you don't want to treat poorly, but you don't know what the fuck their intention is. And you can only go based off of day-to-day fucking encounters, right? 
There's no, sometimes, there are, there are some, let me, let me correct that before I say that wrong. There are some times where people do show you the handwriting on the wall. Well, there are fucking signs that you should probably, you know, kick rocks and, you know, hit the tracks and get the fuck out the fucking way and get away from this person. Some people do give you those signs. But even when there are little signs like that, we, what do we do? We give people the benefit of the doubt. And how many times and how many people have been fucked by giving people the benefit of the motherfucking doubt. How many times does that fucking happen? And when we give people the benefit of the doubt and we get fucked, it makes us even fucking matter. Why? Because we've given this thing called the benefit of the fucking doubt to a motherfucker that didn't fucking deserve the benefit of the doubt. But we just don't fucking know. Some pains, some hurts are really hard to fucking deal with because some people we really give our all to. Some people we really give ourselves to. Some people hide it just long enough to give you, to get, to receive your best and then they give you shit in return. That's not easy to get over. And as the Joker says in Batman from the 1989, my favorite movie, and don't think that I didn't try. to get over. It's not an easy thing. It's not an easy bullet to bite. It's not an easy deal to get through. Sometimes it leaves you fucking broken. Because you figure, why in the fuck would you play me like that? Why would you hurt me like that? And I have been nothing but fucking nice to you. Gave you no fucking reason to. <sighs> then again, these days, motherfuckers are so off their rockers, some of them, you can offend a motherfucker without even fucking knowing. How many times has that happened? Who's had that kind of experience? It's some cold shit. It really fucking... It is a cold situation to deal with. <clears throat> and then people say, well, you know, you can't control people. Which you cannot. That's very true. You just have to move on with your life. Which you do have to do. But what people don't realize or what they don't acknowledge is that while you're moving on with your life, there are a lot of fucking scars that are coming along with you. You don't just drop your fucking scars and move on with your fucking life. And I just love how motherfuckers act like it's just such a simple fucking thing to do. Like all of a sudden your humanness just fucking, you know, it just, you know, it's just not, you know, you're not human. You just all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're emotional proof. And some of the worst things happen to the sweetest people. Tell me I'm fucking lying. But you know what's even scarier about that? Most people, I won't say everybody, most people claim to be that person, that caring person, that sweet person. Even people with malicious intent claim to be good people. And there's no motherfucking radar, no gauge, no fucking, you know, no, 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 um, no, um, identifiable type thing that, that you could like a scanner that you could run across a motherfucker to see if they shady or not. You only find that out once they turn shady. And sometimes by the time they turn shady, you've invested a lot of time or a lot of fucking feelings or a lot of fucking whatever you give to that relationship. And when I say relationship, I don't necessarily mean romantic relationship. It could be even plutonic. It could, you could be totally just fucking friends. Somebody that you was cool with. It happens in every fucking facet. But either way, you look at it, either way it goes, whether it's plutonic or it's romantic, it doesn't fucking matter. Hurt is still fucking hurt. And depending on how many times you've been hurt and the level at which you've been hurt, it can really take a toll on your ass. And then we do this thing called we shut down. 
we shut down. We cut ourselves off from the world. We cut ourselves off from people. We be on some fuck people shit. We be on some fuck all that. I'm going to just get a motherfucker before they get me. And that's where that type of thinking cycle begins. From somebody who got fucking hurt. Nothing worse than being nice to people and trying to really be cool with people. And motherfuckers don't feel the same about you. And these days people have like there a lot of a lot of people's mindsets are really like like warped and warped and what I mean warped in the way that where <clears throat> maybe it could be one simple word that you said that offended somebody and instead of them being upfront with you and letting you know that they didn't appreciate that or they wasn't feeling that, they take it like you did it on purpose. They treat you like you knew what the fuck you were doing. And in some cases, people do know what they're doing. But what about the cases that people don't? What about cases of people who are just follow la 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 You know, everything is grits and gravy. Everything is good. And the person that you think is all good, but got this secret hatred for your ass. But for whatever reason, I don't know why people do this. It is so fucking annoying because me personally... If I'm not feeling you, I don't want to have shit to do with you. I don't want to be around you. I don't want to be dealing with you. I'm not, I don't want to be smiling in your face and hating you behind your fucking back. But for whatever reason, I guess maybe for convenient reasons, I guess people do it. People fucking do it. So people can sit there and, and really dislike you. But maybe you're useful to them in some way. Maybe they would be alone if they didn't have you or who knows or maybe you like I said maybe you're just abused to somebody so they stick around and they play this fucking role it's not genuine and sometimes sometimes the worst the only thing worse than somebody being mad at you or or, or or having a problem with you is somebody having a problem with you for a reason that you are fucking clueless about oh I'm the, that, I'm the queen of that that has happened to me so many fucking times. Like, motherfuckers be having problems and I'm thinking everything's all fucking grits and gravy. And the whole fucking time, you got some goddamn malicious ass motherfucking feeling about me. Like, for real? And then they don't say nothing about it. They don't bring it to the forefront. It comes out of some old fucked up ass way. It's easy, too easy to offend people these days. And some people offend people without even fucking realizing that they did it. Why would you not bring it to the fucking table? Because people don't want to seem soft. People don't want to seem sensitive. People don't want to seem like they give a fuck. But you'd rather sit there and smile on the motherfucking face while you got these ill-ass fucking feelings towards them. Why not bring it to the forefront? Why not just bring it to the fucking forefront? And then that way you can talk, talk through it. And maybe you ever had a situation where somebody might have said something or done something that somebody took a different tip, took the wrong way, but that wasn't the way that it was intended to be? You ever had somebody that maybe you offended or was offended by you for some, some reason and you weren't trying to be offensive at all, but for whatever reason, they took whatever the fuck you did or said as offensive and they don't talk to you about it, they just show it through their actions. And now you wonder why this motherfucker over here acting fucking funny style. And so you might just back off a little bit and you start acting fucking funny style. You might even ask them, like, what's, are you okay? What, what's going on with you? I'm good. I'm cool. I'm cool. Smiling the whole fucking time in your goddamn face. Stabbing your ass in the motherfucking back. Why waste your fucking time on some real shit? Why waste your fucking time doing that shit? 
Because people have purposes for people, I guess. I had a cousin. I have a cousin. Me and her were like sisters. I swear to God, we was like for since the time that I was five and she was nine. We was thick as motherfucking thieves, so I fucking thought. Together, every day. And if we wasn't together, we on the goddamn phone. But she started acting funny style towards me. She started acting hella funny. I was like, what the fuck is up? Like, I was noticing little shit. But I wouldn't say nothing. So I'm like, nah, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. How many times do we do that? Think we see something and because of the pool the person is to it, because of how special the person is to it? We're like, nah, I could not be that. Hell nah, not my nigga. Nah, nah, fuck nah. So we ignore little signs. Until the big boom happens. By the time the big boom happens, talking about it is probably way out of the motherfucking question. And it's just on and popping. You got a good situation that went all fucking bad. And then you be standing there like at the end of the day like, what the fuck happened? I don't know. Somewhere along the line, my cousin really started disliking me. It didn't stop her from being in my face. It didn't stop her from hanging around me. It didn't stop her from calling me. We talking. We kicking it. We chilling. We all kind of every fucking day. And this bitch hated my ass the whole fucking time. It started coming, and then she started making little comments, and other little things start pop. All these little skeletons start popping out of her fucking closet, and I'm my stupid ass. I'm like, nah, that's not. I, I gotta be tripping. But how many times can you tell yourself that you tripping off of something before you start to have to realize that maybe I'm not fucking tripping? How many times am I gonna tell myself, I'm, I'm, how, how many times am I gonna tell myself that I'm tripping? Knowing probably I'm fucking not. If you gotta ask yourself that many times, am I tripping? Then you're probably not fucking tripping. If it's that many fucking instances that make you question what the fuck you think you see, hear, witness, whatever the fuck, you're probably not tripping as hard as you think you are. It's probably what the fuck you think you're not tripping off of. It's probably what you don't want it to be, but for whatever reason, because of love, we do. She broke my heart. She broke my heart. And what's even worse about it is to this very fucking day. We ain't talked in almost 10 years. But to this very fucking day. To this very fucking day, I am clueless as to why she started feeling like that about me. My heart is shattered behind her. Because we used to always say, nigga, we from the cradle to the grave. We made it out the cradle, but the grave came mighty early and we both still alive. But our relationship met the grave. I would have never... Ever thought in a million fucking years me and her would be where we are today. And that's nowhere. My heart is so fucking broken. And it's even broken even more so because I'm like, she don't even give a fuck. She don't even give a fuck. Whatever happened over the years that caused her to start to dislike me the way that she did, she never told me. She just did it subliminally. And considering how close me and her were, I would have never, ever thought that she would have did me the way that she did me. I ignored all the fucking signs. Because she was with me. She was smiling. We was chilling. 
We was having a good time. I mean, when we got together, it was nothing but a good fucking time. Laughs, talking, all kind of shit, man. Do I miss it? Fuck yeah, I miss it. Do I miss her? Hell yeah, I miss her. I miss the good times. But I can only miss her so much because I'm like, I look back and I'm like, what what, what am I missing? Because it obviously wasn't what I thought it was. Shit obviously wasn't nowhere near where I thought it was. I thought it was all fucking good. I thought it was all working. But I, nigga, we, me and her, it wasn't nothing I wouldn't do for her. And unfortunately, I can't say the same for her. We fell out. And it got so much to a point where I guess she, you know, when people feel that way about you, the only good thing about that is it's going to eventually come out. But by the time it usually comes out, when people don't bring it to the forefront, it comes out in such a nasty ass way. You never get to fucking talk about what brought you guys to this point in the first goddamn place. Because when it went down with us, it went down. I wanted to beat her motherfucking ass. And to this day, I'm still mad at her. I don't want to beat her ass because I do love her. But I hate her at the same time because I'm like, why would you do this? Why would you? It's me. Why would you do me like that? I thought me and her were special. I thought me and her had a relationship like no motherfucking other. I thought me and her would grow old together. I thought it was me and her to the fucking end. Period. No doubt. No. If you had, if you had told me to put my motherfucking ass on it, I'd have lost my ass because I'd have bet my ass without a fucking second thought. Not realizing the whole fucking time that smile that she was giving me was only skin deep. And the only thing worse than falling out with somebody is falling out with somebody and you not even know fucking why. My heart is so fucking broken. But she taught me a lesson. And somebody told me one day the fucking hardest lessons are the best lessons learned. And that ain't no motherfucking lie. She taught me one hell of a fucking lesson, but she also shut me out. Because I don't trust nobody now. If my ace, my nigga, my dog can do me like that, then that means everybody else is like straight up fucking just grimy. Because she was my nigga. That was my heart. I, she was so much my heart. I was even blind to it for a minute. I think I started noticing it when I would call her house and her kid would answer the phone. Instead of telling me she didn't want to talk or bring it to the fucking forefront of what the fuck she didn't want to do or whatever her problem was, her kid would answer the phone. I'm like, where's mom at? And these are, remember, mind you, this kid is, the kid at the time was like five, six, seven years old. He's like, um, she's, she's, uh, uh, what, what do I say? That's really what he said one time. You're not home? I was like, oh, okay, it's cool. All right, I'll talk to you later. All right, bye-bye. She's sitting right there, and you don't want to talk to me? And you have your poor kid? You gonna put a baby in this? Sh That's some cold shit. And I don't know fucking why. I honestly don't know why. I want to say maybe it was because of her nigga. Because her nigga, she always said her nigga was always jealous of our relationship. So maybe he got the best of her. I don't fucking know. But when you start noticing enough shit, I stop telling myself, now nah, because I used to tell myself all the time, nah, nigga, you tripping, you tripping. It ain't like that. She ain't doing that. She ain't doing that. 
then I had no choice but to say, yeah, the fuck she is. Because it was so fucking clear. Smiling faces, man. So today, me and my broken ass fucking heart, I, I got my defense up. I trust no motherfucking body. Because my ace, my dog, played my ass, fucked my ass over, did my ass in. Somebody I trusted with my motherfucking life was a fucking fake, a phony. And I still love her. I do. I love her. But I hate her too. Because I'm like, why would you break my heart like this? Why would you break us up like this? The past few Christmases for me at Thanksgiving's have been so sad. So sad. Because why? Me and her every fucking year will be up 2, 3 o'clock in the morning in our kitchens on the phone cooking. Talking shit. Thanksgiving night, back before Thanksgiving, we you know we on the phone, running our motherfucking mouth, talking shit. If not together, maybe we might have cooked earlier. Might we may even be in the same motherfucking house, but we was together. We was chilling. That was my nigga. I think about it, it makes me want to fucking cry. But I'd be damned if I drop any motherfucking tears for a motherfucker just to find out the bitch was fake. And the worst part about it is. The only one give a fuck is me. Because obviously she's perfectly fine with shit being the way that it fucking is. I get tired of being the motherfucker who only motherfucker who give a fuck and the only motherfucker who got hurt. I can only assume that she's not hurt because if she was hurt, why would she do what she did? Why would she create this fucking mess? Why would she treat me this way? Why would she cause our situation to just go the way it's in? Why are we where we are fucking today if you gave a fuck? So I can only assume that she didn't give a fuck. Because here we are. I miss her. I miss the good times. My birthday is the 14th of December. Her birthday is the 31st of December. We would party all motherfucking month. All motherfucking month. Me and her. That was my dog, man. But then I'm, every time I tell myself how much I miss her. The other part of my brain be like, bitch, what are you missing? Because obviously it wasn't shit there in the first fucking place. How are you going to miss something that wasn't there? And then I get upset because I'm like, really? And this is her fucking fault. Why? Because I, to this day, like I said, we ain't fucked. We fell out 10 years ago almost. And to this fucking very day, I still don't know fucking why. I don't know why. My mom told me that, um, I think last year for my birthday, she said, I got a message for you. He said, don't get upset. Don't talk no shit. But I got a message for you. I already knew who she was, what she was going to say. He said, your cousin said to tell you happy birthday and she misses you. I had so many fucking emotions run through my ass. From anger to sadness to happiness to missing her. To fucking just want to fuck her ass up. To why the fuck is it like this? To what the fuck happened? I just said, okay. Because I'm like... <clears throat> Why would you create this situation? Why would you destroy something like this? Anyway, I miss you. Her niece. Her niece came to stay with me when I first moved out to where I'm at now for a few months. Her and her stupid ass boyfriend. But her niece was like, she misses you so fucking much. 
She was crying. Her niece thinks I'm evil. I swear to, and this is real shit. Her niece, bless her heart, that's my little cousin. I love her to death. But her niece calls me Eveline. She tells me I'm the evilest bitch on earth. Because she's like, my auntie misses you so fucking much. She be crying to me. I miss my nigga. I said, the bitch must be, was she drunk? Because I don't see how a person could say how they miss you so much. And they did what the fuck they did. Why are we missing each other? Why are we even fucking missing each other? Nigga, we should be together. We should be kicking it right the fuck down. We should be in each other's faces right now. So because I wasn't empathetic or sympathetic to what the fuck her niece was telling me. You know, because I guess they was at a party or somewhere. And she was like, my auntie was crying. She was like, I miss my nigga. That's my nigga. That's my dog. I miss... And I was, I was not moved. I'm just sitting there. She was like, look at you. Look at you, cousin. She was like, you just sit there and you just, you don't even care. Unbeknownst to her, she don't know how much I do care. I care so much that I wish this shit wasn't happening. But I didn't cause this shit. Didn't want this shit. Didn't ask for this shit. If I had it my way, nigga, my nigga would be right here with me right now. Right now. But I didn't do this. I didn't ask for this shit. I fell for the smiling face. And all the kind words. That's my nigga. We from the cradle to the grave. And woo, 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 woo. That's my sister. That's my cousin's sister. Woo, 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 woo. And we literally have been together since I was five and she was nine. 30 fucking years. 30 fucking years. And it's gone. So am I supposed to have a fucking heart attack behind this shit? Why would I? I didn't ask for this shit. I didn't ask for it at all. I didn't ask for it at all. Don't want no parts of it. Because if I had it my way, my nigga and I would be kicking it. We would have never missed a motherfucking beat. But shit got so hairy. Shit got so nasty. And once I started figuring out what was really going on, then I switched up. Oh, bitch, fuck you too then. Nigga, we fuck you. But you said fuck me first. See, people look like to like to make it seem like, oh, we're taking two to tangle. Fuck all that shit, nigga. You told me fuck you first. Clear as fucking day. So then now when I say fuck you too, now it's a problem. Interesting. Very fucking interesting. I didn't want none of this shit. The only thing I did want is to still be with my nigga on real shit. But who the fuck wants some motherfuckers smiling in their motherfucking face and talking shit behind their back? And then the cold part where she was making, say, making it seem, from what I understand, she was telling me I was throwing shade. That's why I'm so, under, I can't understand that. And up front and forward as my ass is, I'm like, what the fuck? Throw a shade about what, nigga? If I got a problem with you, nigga, I'm bringing it to you. She knows this shit. She, if nobody else knows it in the world, she knows this shit. So for her to be talking about I was throwing shade, you building something up that's happening in your own fucking head. Throwing shade? Why would I throw shade at my nigga? Why? I think, honestly, I do think it was because of her nigga, though. For several reasons. One, because her nigga was motherfucking um, uh, jealous of our relationship. And two, for whatever fucking reason, 
She thought her nigga wanted me, and she thought I was reciprocating, obviously. And the fucked up part is, all these fucking years, her nigga is trifling than a motherfucker. And every and any time this motherfucker try to get sideways with me, I shut that shit down so fast and would tell her. She would accuse me of being in a fucking hotel with this nigga. If I, like, I would see this nigga in the streets. I stopped telling her that shit. She started sending me all these crazy ass. This motherfucker sat outside my house one night, sending me and him all fucked up ass kind of messages. He wasn't there, but I was at home. I don't know where the fuck he was. But I called him and was like, what the fuck is up with your woman? He like, I don't know. Don't pay no attention to her. She tripping. She convinced herself that me and her nigga wanted each other. I didn't want no parts of that nigga like that. That nigga was family as far as I'm concerned. But whatever the fuck he was doing to her, because the nigga was fucking with every bitch on the goddamn planet, putting her ass through it. All these fucking years. But I had her fucking back. But I think it ate her ass up. For her thinking, convincing herself that her nigga wanted me. And then she, I guess, went so far to tell herself that I wanted her nigga too. But I had, nigga, why the fuck would I want your nigga? We family. We family. But you couldn't tell her that. I remember a picture. I found it. Me and her took a picture one day at her house. Cute picture. Cute little selfie. And it was a couple years that went by. And I had come across a picture in my phone. And I sent it to her phone. This motherfucker go text me back. Yeah, the one he wants. I'm like, what? What the fuck is this, bruh? That's not what. Mm, mm, mm. So I truly think it was a combination of her nigga being jealous and then her thinking that just because her nigga wanted me that I wanted this nigga too. But I didn't give a fuck about that nigga. Only person I gave a fuck about was her. But you can't tell a motherfucker. But see, when a person gets eaten up on the inside by their own insecurities. Everybody's guilty. Everybody's guilty. And then you fuck off somebody that really fucking had your back. You fuck off somebody who truly fucking loved your ass. Still do. You convince yourself of things that are not fucking true. And oh, she convinced the fuck out of herself. It ate her ass up and she took it out on me. And it destroyed us. It destroyed us. I think about her a lot. A lot of times I think about her, I get angry. Because I really fucking hate that we are like this. But then at the same time, I get angry at myself too. Because I'm like, nigga, you sitting there, what are you missing? You missing being around a fake motherfucker? A motherfucker who was smiling your motherfucking face and talking shit behind your back? A motherfucker who didn't really know that you fucking loved him? How much you really fucking loved him? That's what you're fucking missing out on? How do you miss something that was never fucking there? That's how I feel. My feelings are crushed. Because my own cousin, my own sister cousin, insecurities, ate her ass up enough to where she took it out on fucking me. She took it out on me. And our relationship perished because of it. So today, and a mother, I don't trust a motherfucker, bruh. Nobody. No fucking body. Because it didn't have to go like this, but it does. And when you get hurt like this, when you get hurt this fucking bad, especially when you don't know where the fuck it's coming from or why it turned into this, 
Yeah, you shut down. I did. I shut the fuck down. I shut the fuck down. I trust nothing. She couldn't keep it real with her fucking self. So keeping it real with me was completely out of the fucking question. I want to say, so I took the loss. But I'm like, what did I, what did I lose? What did I really, really think, think about it. What did I really fucking lose? A fake-ass fucking relationship? A fake-ass fucking uh, a family friend? I don't know what the fuck to call it. But what, did I lose anything? I feel like I did. But then I'm like, it's like, it's like, it's like a fucking hologram. She was there. I saw her. But it wasn't real. And I'm just left with a broken-ass fucking heart. She going about her business. She ain't thinking shit about me. She ain't worried about me. She ain't worried about me at all. That's obvious. But I miss the good times that we used to have. I miss kicking it with her. But at the same time, when I say that, I want to slap the fuck out of myself. Because I'm like, bitch, what are you missing? What you had was fucking fake. What you had wasn't even fucking real. I just didn't know it at the fucking time. She's a performer. And she put on one hell of a fucking performance for over three fucking decades. That's a long fucking time to perform. And then it comes out out of fucking nowhere. And like I said, for her, me and her, by the time the, her real real started showing, I was heated. I, bitch, what the, bitch, I'll beat your ass. What the fuck? I was speaking out of fucking hurt and anger. Because I'm like, this, for me, it was a nightmare. I'm like, not my nigga. Anybody but her. Any fucking body but her. But it wasn't my choice. I had to dance to her fucking music. And she played the song, so I danced to it. And here we are. So I said it to say that, that, that I understand how hard it is to um, trust people. Because when you get hurt by people, especially people that you love so fucking much, it does something to you. It really fucking does something to you. It breaks you in some cases. It didn't break me completely, but it broke my heart in a thousand pieces. <laughs> and the only thing worse than getting your heart broken to a thousand pieces by somebody that you love is knowing that ain't nobody tripping off of that shit but you. She clearly don't give a fuck. She got what she wanted. She got what she wanted. <clears throat> and I got what I didn't want. It's a fucked up situation. So I understand the apprehensiveness of people's fucking situations. And people being afraid to open up to people. Because sometimes when you open up, you leave yourself open to get fucked in the game, nigga. Fucked in the game. And nobody wants to be fucked in the game. It's not a good feeling at all. Especially when you look around and you're the only motherfucker left behind. And you're the only motherfucker that's hurt. Oh man, god damn. Just because the motherfucker couldn't keep it real with you. I felt like there was nothing that me and her couldn't get past. Even if she, if I did something to you. Especially if I'm not aware that I did it. Talk to me. Let's talk about it. She didn't see it that way. She chose to keep it all in, and it came busting out, and it destroyed us. 
I had no intention on hurting that girl. I love her too much. Why would I want to hurt my motherfucking dog? But when people get eaten up by their own insecurities, this is the result that you get. This is the result that you get. And this is the result you got to deal with. And I deal with it. Hurt and all. Hurt and fucking all. There was a time I wanted to beat her motherfucking ass. Oh, I wanted to beat that ass. Because I was hurt. And I'm like, there's no way. There, it's impossible for me to hurt you the way that you hurt me. The only way I know I can hurt your ass is by putting my hands on you. But I, I didn't get to do that either. Matter of fact, one time when it was hot and heavy with me and her, when we was really going like going at it, I was like, I'm gonna beat the shit out you when I see you. I said, bitch, you act like we ain't fucking family, like we ain't fucking related, like we ain't gonna have no fucking family function, or somebody gonna get married, or somebody gonna die. Something gonna happen, nigga. We gonna see each other again, nigga. And then I switched it to fuck up. I said I was gonna lure this bitch to my house and beat the shit out of her. I switched my whole plan up. I got her to my house. I did. I got her to my house one night. She came over. And I thought, but see, we was talking shit at the time. Right? So I'm thinking she finna come to my house with that same old rah rah shit that she was talking on that goddamn phone. And I was just gonna let it was gonna be on and pop. And I was gonna take her in my backyard and fuck her ass off. I was gonna fuck that ass off, nigga. I was gunning for this bitch. She showed up to my house. She ran the door, but I came to the door, and she was so humble. And my emotions took over. The love for her, I had took over. Because I was just, I was like, boy, I'm finna tear this bitch ass a new one, nigga. But she didn't come to my house with all that rah-rah shit. All that shit she was talking on the phone wasn't with her. It's funny how... Talking to somebody face to face. That's why. I, that's why I prefer to talk face to face because motherfuckers get sideways with your ass. They'll do a lot of things to you, or say a lot of things to you, or be a certain ways with you. And when they're in a place where you can't reach out and touch them, when you want somebody's real, you have to see them face to face because people don't do that unless they really bout it. If they really bout it, yeah, they come with the same shit. But when you ain't bout it, you show up at my door like she did, humble. And so we ended up talking. Can I tell you though? Can I tell you? Even the motherfucking talk that I thought we had that was okay. Even that was fake. She still left my house mad. She still left my house talking shit. No, no. She didn't talk shit at my house. After she left my house and she texted me again. Then she was talking shit again. But she was. But she, it wasn't no none of that shit talking. Wasn't no attitude. Wasn't no none of that shit while she was in my face. Not in my face, no, no. But when she left my house and picked up that phone and was and was out of my reach, then the shit talking resumed. Then I was a punk. And the worst thing you could do to me is take my kindness for fucking weakness. I didn't snatch her ass, the motherfucking new knot hole, because I was scared of her. I didn't do it because I looked at her and I saw love. I remember the love that I had, that we had for each other. So I thought... It ain't nothing worse than putting your heart out there and having a motherfucker stomp that bitch out. And that's what she did. She stomped my heart out so motherfucking because I to this day do not know how we got where the fuck we are.
other than just knowing that whatever the fuck insecurities that she was holding within herself, she took it out on me. And so she helped me build a force field. She helped me build a fucking wall. She helped me put my guard up even fucking tighter. Because I will never be hurt like that again by any fucking body. It's not a good feeling. It is a horrible fucking feeling. And the only thing worse than being hurt by somebody that you love is being hurt by somebody that you love who don't give a fuck. And she clearly does not give a fuck. If I had it my way, what's tonight, Thursday? Well, I got to go to work tonight. But probably tomorrow night, either I'd be on my way to get her or she'd be on board on the way out here to see me. One of the fucking two. Or I might even be headed out her fucking way. I miss that shit. But I want to slap the fuck out of myself because I'm like, what are you fucking missing? You missing a bunch of fucking fake ass fucking shit? Because all her smiles were just candied. They didn't mean shit. It was a facade. She was performing. That shit hurts, man. That shit hurts. But that's how some people get down, which means that's how some of us got a fucking deal. So if you're someone who's experienced that type of heartache, that type of hardship, that type of pain, then my heart goes out to you because I know firsthand just how much that shit hurts. If you are somebody who's got your fucking guard up and you defensive of yourself, good for you. Good for you. I would just hate to see it taken out on the wrong person. But we don't know who that wrong person is. We don't know who the motherfucker is who's behind that smile. We don't know what the fuck he's buying that goddamn smile. And if you know like I know, you better fucking beware. I'm devastated behind our current situation. Devastated. Because that was my dog, man. In spite of whatever, whatever the fuck she convinced herself of, or whatever the fuck her nigga convinced her of, or whatever the fuck she wanted to think, that was my motherfucking dog. My heart. And sometimes you can believe something so fucking much, you won't allow yourself to believe nothing else. Because how the fuck she would think that I would do her dirty in any motherfucking way? It's beyond me, but it was something that she convinced her fucking self of. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Love heart, but protect your heart. Really, protect your heart. It's all you have. When people hurt you, do your best to just stand strong. And I know some people get off on hurting people and some people get off on, you know, making a, you know, making a good situation go bad. Don't let it change who you are. Don't let it change who you are. Please continue to listen to my podcast. I got almost 200 shows now. Um, please share the link. Send it in a text message, send it in an email. My RSS feed is out there. It's on Spotify. It's misunderstood. M-I-Z-U-N-D-E-R-S-T-O-O-D. I am misunderstood. Also known as Miss Nobody. My podcast can be found on Apple Music, Spotify, Deezer, Google. All you have to do is just 
Search under M-I-Z-U-N-D-E-R-S-T-O-O-D. I can be reached in my email, wildchild77 at gmail.com. That's W-Y-L-D-C-H-Y-Y-L-D-77 at gmail.com. I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for the downloads. I'm at 2,000 now. I'm so juiced. Um, But I just want to continue to spread the word, spread the joy, spread the love, spread the information. Um, I talk about all kinds of shit on my podcast. Feel free to download it. Keep continuing to download it. I got downloads in, in, in seven different countries right now. I'm so proud of that. Stay woke, folks. Stay tuned. Happy holidays.